After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. <clears throat> hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Guy. I'm Billy. No, I'm just kidding. I'm John. It's our YouTube channel. We're glad you're here. Subscribe to this channel. Like the video. Yep. Check out the uh, little thing we got going. It's called a podcast. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Uh, it's down there below in the bottom. If you haven't, I need to subscribe, share it with your friends. And if you have some enemies, forward it to them as well. Today, we are going through Devo Samuel trade proposals. It is Thursday, April 21st as we record this. We're not big on the date. Usually, we don't keep track of that kind of thing. But it's significant because maybe are we one week away from Debo Samuel getting traded or Jimmy Garoppolo getting traded? Or I actually have another crazy trade proposal for you that, that's not Debo or Jimmy related that I don't think is out of the question that it would rock the NFL world, John. That coming up on CNN+. Plus. <laughs> Wait, Kyle. No, for, <laughs> no, I don't think anything is. Kyle for four ones? Kyle for four ones. Before we go together... Huh? Multiple ones and a million dollars. Remember, Gruden was traded 20 years ago, so pre pre coach inflation for a lot. It's true. I mean, what if whatever Gruden went for, like Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay would go for more, right? It's true because no one would want the cash. Like, that was Al's like, I want seven million. Like, people would just want more picks. Like, no one would be like, and direct deposit 12 million dollars. You'd just be like, yeah, I want three ones and two twos for Andy Reid, right? Or whatever. <laughs> I was like, I need $8 million. <laughs> They're like, uh, okay, fine. Uh, we are brought to you in part by our friends at buckmason.com slash ham. Before we start jumping into trades, let's tell you about it. Buckmason.com slash ham. Right now, you get a free tee with any order, and the tees are fantastic. Fantastic quality. Buckmason.com slash ham. Buckmason.com slash Buckmason.com slash ham. Uh, I'm wearing the the hoodie right now. Uh, guy has on a little. I almost called you Kyle. Has on a little jacket. I have that same jacket as well. It's a good looking jacket. I actually rolled Be the it. sleeves up. Do you know what I would wear? The way I would wear that jacket. Hmm. We don't live in a place that's quite cold enough to do this move. But you know, a lot of people in like the Northeast how they do the sweatshirt and then the jacket over the sweatshirt. It'd Scarf. be that. That yeah. would be my move. I would go sweatshirt jacket over the sweatshirt, and then I'd go to like sit courtside at a game. Like that's the look. I like it. I got I got a little uh, I got a little hack for you, John. Because what we recommend with these, a lot of people have got them and uh, love them. Uh, the Pima tee I love. We do say size up a little bit. Here's a little hack for you. The uh, it's called the Trail Traversed Curved Hem tee. That's what I'm wearing right now. It's a different material. It's it's supposed to be like a, a wicking material, but it's not like a dry fit look. So it doesn't. You know, you can just wear it casually. It doesn't look like you're wearing a gym shirt. 
it's a little more expensive than the other teas, but you can make it your free tea. Genius. Outthink the room, guy. That's what they teach you at Fresno State. You know? So there you go. All right. Hey, so we're Ryan do... Matthews, Devontae Adams. Did you say Derek Carr? I uh, did not include Derek. I just included the two best Ryan Matthews at Fresno State. Derek was great too. Athletes. Paul George. I'd, I'd, I'd throw Derek in there as well. Tommy Mendonza. Tommy Mendonza. Tommy Mendonza. <laughs> you goddamn right, Tommy Mendonza. <laughs> College World Series champion, Tommy Mendonza. It wasn't the left handed pitcher that you knew his family. Justin Isn't, he still pitching? Isn't he still around? Or is he Justin Wilson, mind? man, going strong. That's right. His parents always gave me great fireworks. Yeah. Don't sleep on the dogs. Don't sleep on the dogs. Um, all right. So let's dive into some Debo stuff. We want your trade proposals as well. So hit us in the comments with trade proposals. Uh, there's a lot going on right now with Debo. He uh, deletes and shoots down rumors. Uh, the latest was, um, you know, the people in the media will, I don't even remember what his line was, the deleted post about something Schefter wrote. And, you know, these people don't I like know. how he called Schefter Maine. I like that <laughs> word, Maine. What, what's his Maine doing? <laughs> I like how Le'Veon did a whole thing about Debo and spelled his name wrong the whole time. But uh, <laughs> Like saying how great of a player he was? Just like Debo, if you hold out the whole year, what they're going to do is they're going to try and make your backup look as good as you so you don't look as good. Like, yeah, swear to God? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Le'Veon had one of those personal explosions speaking through Debo. I, right. I didn't know that. Projecting. I would have loved that. <laughs> yeah. They, they're going to find his actual name is going to be James Connor. He's going to beat cancer. He's going to start at running back when you're out, and then he's going to become a stud player, and then they're just going to throw you away the following year, and you're going to lose $14 million. Actually, Debo, that won't happen to you, but that did happen to me. When every human from middle cough to every GM told you, hey, Le'Veon, probably not a great idea to sit this year out, play for $14 million, and you'll have accumulated $27 million in back-to-back seasons. That's what you should do. If Debo doesn't play this year, one thing the Niners are going to do is make sure to feed someone else the ball and make it seem as if they don't need Debo, when in reality we all know the truth. But if Debo doesn't play, they'll try to make it seem like the backup is just as good. You know what's so stupid? Like, we'll watch 17 games, and then we'll know if Debo's replaceable or not. It's very simple. Well, also, Le'Veon, the Steelers wanted you to play. I mean, they were offering you uh, the franchise tag to be their starting running back. They handed it to James Conner. Again, a dude that beat cancer. Pretty sure he's like a fifth. He might have been an undrafted free agent. I don't even remember. But they had to because you were not there. (laughs) They they would rather have handed you the ball. (laughs) Le'Veon's got some demons on that holdout, huh? Wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, cost them a lot of money. Um, all right. So, I mean, oh, so on that point, before we dive into some trades, like Debo, I'm not saying Debo should go on first take or whatever and, you know, or Haberman and Middlecoff or shows of that ilk, as Michael Wilbon once said, and start making all kinds of demands. But, you know, this is how it works. Like, if you, if it doesn't, if you want to control the narrative, that's why the Players Tribune was invented. Then you say what you want to say. Otherwise, people say it for you and then, it might be wrong, but he has not denied requesting a trade, right? That no, much but everyone's is... trying to figure out why. And if he doesn't say why, then other people will all make their guesses as why, right? Yeah, because part of it, and it goes back to the Rogers things last year. It's like, well, describe why you're so mad. And remember, we kept saying like, I bet if he described it would, because it, it is difficult. And I'm not comparing Rogers to Debo situation, but when you don't like someone internally at a job, the people that, that like truly can understand it, all the people you work with, they're like, yeah, this guy's a kook. You know, this guy's a whack job. You know, but it's hard to describe 
to other people outside of your little work cocoon, football would probably be a little bit easier, right? If you're playing for Adam Gase and you're like, this guy's, if you just went out and said like, I don't want to play for Adam Gase anymore. This sucks. Get me out of here. We've seen that done in pro sports before. Guys that are on shitty ass teams just kind of do that. Debo doesn't have that in his back pocket. Rodgers didn't have that in his back pocket. And I've been saying like, I, I'm born and raised in Northern California. If I was about to make $50 million, the last place in the world I'd want to get paid that $50 million would be Santa Clara. So I understand. I think if he came out and who knows, he'll, he's kind of denying this and simply said, I hate living here and I do not want to pay taxes on what could be my only big contract in my life. I think he'd get a lot of support. He's like, listen, I love Kyle. I love being a 49er. I don't want to get taxed and play here, but I, he is never going to do that. No player would because the PR, the media would turn on you. Because uh, most of the media, coastal elites, you know, like, like well, I see. I, I think a pre- a transparent comment that doesn't crush anybody. I think it's hard to really nitpick, right? Like, I think it's pretty simple. If you came out and said, like, it's going to cost me eighteen million dollars to live here instead of there, and my kids in Florida, and I'd rather be there. I think people. How, how can you? I, I don't really even get mad at that, right? Well, why does no one ever say that? Because their agent, but it doesn't sound good to like your. You know, you're blue collar fan, people like us. Um, I think it just doesn't sound good when rich people complain about money, right? So, and, and it doesn't, part of it too is like, you don't want to say what you don't have to say. It's just, you don't also get to be mad when you don't say it and other people come up with their own theories, right? I agree. And I would also say to the Niners, like, if, if that's what it is, let's, like, to me, if he said that to the 49ers, I could understand then it's not unreasonable to say, you got to overpay me a little. I want to be here, but you've got to overpay me to be here because of what it costs me to be here, right? And then Jed York goes to the lead meetings and says, guys, we need different salary caps for different states. <laughs> and then Roger would say, Jed, no one gives a shit what you think. Uh, back to you, Jerry. Uh, and then the Spanos problem- would be like, no, 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 let's keep them all, all the same, all low, all low. The, 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 problem, the problem would be, too, if Debo were to say that and then Bosa were to, like, restory the tweet or something, you know, like, Oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) This is a problem. Now, luckily Uh, Joey, you know, accepted a large amount of money in Southern California. Now I would say this as, as Nick's about to accept more as a Southern California hater that went to Hollywood a couple times in the fall. Like I get it. Like if I, it's just nicer down there than up here. It's not even debatable. Like it's just sunnier. You got the water. It's just nice. And like now, you said this, you said this yesterday too. Like there's a Santa Clara and the Bay area. While one is part of the other are not, is not exactly living across from Levi stadium. Right. Is not the same as uh living in Alamo or I'd, uh, I'd, I'd even say San Jose. Like I think that place is a dump, man. I mean, I really do. I, I now think you Palo just Alto, a little up, you know, Alex Smith just built a massive house and I don't know, whatever that Woodside or yeah, whatever the, that the, area the, is the, called. The Palo Alto little stretch is incredible, but it's really, it's not that large. Right. And the prices are, I think it's the most expensive spot in the Bay area, which is yeah, the most expensive place to live in America. Yeah. Right. So, so Debo's like, yeah, I could have a sweet palace that would cost me $17 million. That if I traded to Houston, that same house costs me three while I still making more, but you're right. I, I think there's a difference. And I, and look, between- I know that he said, it's not about low. It's not about this. It's not about that. It, I do think I, I, let me say this real, or go ahead. If you want to finish that point, I was going to jump to something else. I think later. there's a difference. Like in just saying, listen, this is going to cost me a lot of money. And like, remember Phil Mickelson a long time ago said, 
how much money he was complaining about California taxes. And people are like, Phil, you can live wherever you want. Part of it is like Debo. I didn't choose here. I loved playing for Kyle, but this contract after my financial advisor, because if you were about to accumulate that type money, I'm sure you would just sit down. I would with an accountant. I mean, we all just went through tax. You, you run different things off your accountant. You ask him like, what would it be if I lived here? You can just see for us that live in California, I paid whatever. 10,000, 50,000, whatever your state income tax. And you just tell yourself, well, if I lived in one of the Vegas's, the, the Texas's, the Florida's, I would have all that money. So I, I can't imagine at numbers that exceed 99.9%, you start doing huge numbers. You go, Jesus, especially if you're not from here. I, I, I that area has got to be a little weird. I mean, I, yeah. you couldn't pay me to live down there. I, I, um, so and you might not be able to do Debo either. <laughs> well, we'll see, right? Because Devontae Adams could afford he had been paid over sixty million dollars by the time he said, I don't want to live here anymore. And presumably he told the Packers, I don't want to live here anymore. Debo's made just over six million dollars in his career. Okay. So Devontae's made 10 times more than Debo coming into the contract where he's where he just got paid. Which means that if you're the 49ers, you have a little more leverage with Debo than you do Devontae. Devontae had more money behind him that if he wanted to just take hits in OTA or in camp and not show up for week one, I don't think it was going to get there. But he could. It was a little more believable with him. Debo has less. And so it gives, I think, the 49ers more power. If I were Kyle Shanahan, I'd hop on a plane and go fly to Debo. And go, Debo. Assume, But you're assuming you're dead set on him wanting to keep him forever, right? Or at least, yeah, but I, I, to me, if you, when we investigate all options, part of that is Debo. I'm going to be at the Four Seasons wherever you can. I, I, I'm going to be there for three days. Here's my room number. Go, go, go! I, I love. Debo's but let's voice. talk, man. <laughs> let's fit. Let's. I just want to know where you're coming from, and maybe they do know from his words exactly where he's coming from. But my point is, I think there's a lot of problems that money can't solve. There's also a lot of problems that money can, and. You know, the 49ers from 21 or 18 million, whatever the first offer was, average annual can get to 26. And let's let's find let's find a way to make this work for you, Debo. Now, if Debo doesn't want to play wide back or suddenly hates Kyle Shanahan or what, okay, you know, these are all individual problems, but I actually think he they even have more leverage than the way you explained it with the number because six million on paper. Well, California right. taxes was agent yeah, yeah. fees. If he's, I mean, that that sweet big chain he makes. I mean, I just, I'm not a chain. Maybe it was a gift. Any jewelry. If it's not a gift, what 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 would you guesstimate that thing ran? Minimum 150. How am I supposed to? I I, 200. I don't know. Yeah, but (laughs) six figures. That's not my world, John. (laughs) No, not my world either. But that thing wasn't cheap. (laughs) No. Uh. Okay. So you know, a lot of people in the comments are telling us some of what Debo has said or some of what he hasn't. The, the first question you have to figure out for the 49ers is, is can we heal this and make him bring him back to our team? And does money heal it? And do we want him back? Or now that the door is suddenly open to offers, which was kind of the point of yesterday, right? Now you're starting to hear a little bit, if you're the Niners, what teams might be willing to give you. Jason Brett bought the chain. Well, it cost him nothing. Um. So now offers Brett by Debo Chan. I think that's I don't know. That's a hell of a gift. I thought of a realistic offer. Can okay. I can I start or you want to let people start? 
Start. You start. One of the things that came out about the Jets was they were unwilling to give the 10th pick for Tyreek. And let's just say the 10 is a non-starter. If he draws a line in the sand where you get like the Devontae Adams Packers where you know he's not coming back, would you entertain 35-38 and next year's Jets won? Which, let's just say that they could easily suck again. So that one could be a top 15 pick in a much better draft. In a much better draft. And gives you two pretty sweet picks in this year's draft. Not necessarily on Debo's level by any means, but second round picks as Debo is, as A.J. Brown is, as a lot of sweet players are, are the best value truly in sports because of legitimately how little money. I mean, Debo Samuels made $6 million. Even when he was struggling, like 2020, like that's still a good value, right? Yeah. Yep. So I would entertain that, right? If we're 30, in 35, enter- 38, and next year. And the one. And the one is the reason I would entertain it, right? The one's the reason you entertain it. Now, you know, the, if if you're the Niners, the one thing that you say that works against Debo in contract negotiations is something that you hold other you hold against other teams in trade offers, which is age and productivity, right? Tyreek has a longer track record. So it makes it it gives him more leverage in contract negotiations. But Debo's younger, which makes him in theory a more attractive trade piece, right? Like you couldn't I, you couldn't offer me what the Jets offered Tyreek or offered to the Chiefs for Tyreek, and I would not take that if I were the 49ers, two twos and a third. The difference was, two. the Chiefs weren't re-signing Tyreek, right? Well, the, they, they did get a one. They got the 29th pick, right? No, yeah, from Miami. I'm saying what the Jets offered was two twos and a three oh, to oh, Kansas oh, City. Yeah, yeah. Kansas no City wasn't a little bit of, of a different boat. They were not going to re-sign Tyreek at top of the market. Dollars, right? It's been reported. Mayoko, we talked about it yesterday. Niners are willing to go to 24 million, or they've budgeted that much money. So that to me, that means they'd go to 25. So, like, I wouldn't take that. And we did the math yesterday on the draft value chart. That number adds up to whatever the number was, like yeah, it was like 360 versus 390 or whatever. Yeah, it's close yeah. to the 10th pick. But I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm not doing yeah, that for. And my pa- I would say part player. of it with Devonte, Tyreek, and definitely Debo, there is a PR element to it. Like the the Chiefs could not have traded Tyreek Hill without a top thirty two pick. Whether that's ultimately was a twenty nine, and I bet Veach and Andy would be like, yeah, relative to the offer, it's probably not even that much different. But it, we can just say we got a first round pick. Right? I, I think when if when you get, when you get to the PR game that you're talking about, I and think having the PR game, and you think it's overrated. I'm not saying you're about to say this, but I do think with the star players. Having a one associated is a must, right? I wasn't going to disagree with that at all. all I I, I'm say, not saying you. I didn't think you. No, would. no. <laughs> all, all, all I want to say is I think it's different when you've won a championship. The Chiefs won a championship with that group, so everyone can take it when you break it up. Versus when you haven't won the title, you don't have quite as much. You you just said, all right, this guy that was one of our key title pieces is gone. Whereas the Chiefs won a title, then have failed to win titles. And okay, let's try and open a new window. And do you think the other if you're a Chiefs about- fan, you're like, well, now we got two ones, two twos, and two fours, right? Yeah. Let Andy and Veach cook. And we, well, yeah. Just, here's the problem with the Jets, though. If it's about money, the tax rate in New York is almost as high as the tax rate in California. Oh, well, they play in Jersey. Well, that one's almost as high as New York's. 
10.9 in New York and 10.75 in Jersey. Looked it up this morning. Research. Well, the, Ra- the, well, the Raiders aren't an option. The only team in Texas, I guess, the Cowboys technically could be an option. Would you trade them to Dallas? To me, no, you would not. Tennessee. And Tampa would not be an option because they don't have the money. And Miami? They don't have any picks. Yeah. So that makes Houston an option. So let's talk about Houston for a second. Houston has the third pick, the 13th pick, and the 37th pick. And Houston has two-thirds, 68 and 80. And Houston has the second and the third pick of the fourth round. So Houston, to me, is is fits the profile of a team that can afford to overpay a little bit because they have so much, right? You wouldn't get three from them, but could you get 13 and 37? And, or, and they have and they have a crazy amount coming through the Watson trade, right? And they've got a lot coming. Would you would you take thirteen? So thirteen and thirty seven would be the ideal. Would you take thirteen and like eighty, and then a f- eighty, which is a second rounder, or thirteen and sixty eight, which is a a second rounder or a, a third early third rounder. rounder, early third, or yeah, it wouldn't be a comp. 32, 32, 64, no comps in the second. So, yeah. So, would you take 13 and 68 and then an early fourth? I, you know, you would no. have to have 13. Yeah, so, to me, the, the question Texas, is, is would the Texans 37, 37? So, is, thir- is 37 and 13 better than 35, 38 in next year's one? Because I do think you could probably convince the Jets to like, you still get to keep 10 and four, you get two sweet players, and you get Debo. So, your first three picks are fourth pick in the draft, 10th pick in the draft, and then Debo Samuel. Right. And then next year's one, you're trying to compete right now. You have this nucleus of sweet young guys. In theory, you drafted them all, right? The question is, is 13 and 37 just in a vacuum better than that offer? Because you can go, well, you can use that 13th pick right now to get someone. So 13 is, is uh, thir- this is the updated. This is not the Jimmy Johnson. 13 is 336 and 37 is 157. So that's 493, which is the basically the equivalent of the fourth pick. So that's worth more than the 13. Is that what you asked 10 and 30? Is that, is that what you asked for? 13 and 37? Yeah. So that's Houston. It's 493. It's worth, it's worth a lot. It's worth basically the fourth overall pick. But where you could really part of the unknown with next year's one, what if the Jets win five games? And then that pick is eighth. So you got 35-30 in a draft that I just think people think that next year is going to be better, right? It's got some star quarterbacks, Will Anderson. You know they're going to be sweet wide receivers now every year. They're going to be some sweet dudes, right? It it feels like this year is a down year at the top. So would you bet on the future? Because I do think – And against the Jets. Because I think there's a decent chance that the Jets and the Texans just 13 and 10 aren't even available, right? So if I'm going to look at next year's one, I would say both next year's ones would be pretty good. But what the Jets, I would be like, listen, you really need this guy, and you have two top 10 picks. I need 38, 35, and next year's one. Because, again, I don't have to – that's where the Niners have the leverage. I don't have to do anything. Like, ultimately, the Chiefs and the Packers were cool with doing it. Like, I don't think the Niners are just cool with trading him. They'll sit it out because they know he'll come back because he doesn't have the money. Right, which is what I would bet. Okay, here's Teddy. Thank you, Teddy. What about 35-38 and Quinn and Williams? So this is a Jets proposal. Quinn and Williams now is like several years into his career. He's going to need a new contract relatively soon. 
you have Kinlaw, who again, I'm not, I make fun of a lot for the videos, but if they are seeing him, they're like, well, he's going to be fully healthy now. I'm going to get two years of him under a first round contract, right? It's not like Kinlaw doesn't get to bitch and moan after if he has a good season, like to get paid, right? You're, the Niners wouldn't even do that. So you have him under a cost control contract for several years. I would say no. Quentin Williams is now a couple years, like he's coming on where he has to be reimbursed if he's a solid player, right? Yeah, he's four years wrong. Uh, three years in a league, coming into so his fourth I, year. So he has a good fourth year. What do you think he's going to want? Or well, even if he does the fifth year option, like it's expensive. You have to pick up his fifth year option this offseason. Uh, Nick says, him, so. Nick says Waddle and a third for Debo. Debo would be happy to play with McDaniel. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, well, I agree with that is what I'm saying. Um, and we get a receiver that isn't an unknown as opposed to, oh, I see what he's saying, as opposed to a draft pick. I think long and hard about that. So that would be... Um, so I get Jalen Waddle. I probably... Now, Jalen Waddle is valuable, right? Because he's under contract and he's relatively cheap if he just stays as a productive player. So he's got value. The problem is Miami. Miami's third is a comp third that the Niners sent them. What about Debo for Waddle not a straight up? Debo for Waddle straight up, and your next year's one. That I like. That I would like a bet. A Kyle betting against Mike McDaniel. I like that more because Miami doesn't have. They traded yeah, away Miami, for Tyreek a shitload, right? Yeah, my again, Miami's first pick is number one hundred two, which they got from the Niners. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything to me. That come from Kansas City? Where'd that come from? Who? One hundred two, which go when it goes from the Niners to Miami. Is that part of Trey Lance trade? Oh yeah, uh, a comp third. Was that part of the Trey Lance trade? Maybe it was. Yeah, I think I think a third was included in the Trey Lance trade. Yeah, it was the flip flop ones, two ones and a third. Like the Niners, Dreads <laughs> was an expensive acquisition. <laughs> I don't think we quite talk enough about like the Niners paid a lot for that guy, like a lot, a lot, right? It wasn't just like, hey, like the Chiefs got Mahomes, we traded up and we gave him next year's one. It's like a pretty simple, you know, just big transaction. The Niners were like, yeah, we'll give you another one. <laughs> You notice okay, how many times the, all that the Trey Lance, the different picks have been kind of moved around different places. It's a lot of like second hands getting their hands on that crap. Here's another one for you, John. Okay. Your old boss, Howie Roseman. The Eagles have number 15. They have number 18. They have number 51 in the second. They have 83 and 101 in the third. Okay. So they have two ones, a two, and two threes. And the Saints won next year, right? And the Saints won next year. And the so, Saints two the following year. So they got a lot of ammo. So what would it take? What would Philly, what would you need from Philly to consider Debo? 15, start there. I think Philly would be very interested in the player. I don't know if Howie at this point in time would want to just pay a guy all that money. Now you could argue they would be, he kind of fits in what they want to do him and Jalen. Would you take 15 or 18 and the saints next year's one? Yes. I, well, I mean, would would Howie, I take, if, if I'm trading Debo, that would, I would consider that trade. Yeah. I don't, I, do I'm coming into this with, by the way, my stance is I would, after I fly to wherever deep Miami or wherever, South Carolina, fly to Debo right now and talk to him face to face, 
my goal first and foremost is to play chicken with him and and wait it out and think that I can get him in. But that said, to answer your question, yes, I would consider this year's Philly one and next year's New Orleans one. I don't know if Howie would do that. If he if his quarterback was Justin well, Herbert or something, I, I just don't know. What would his offer be? Start there. Probably like 15 and next year's two or something. Here's the thing. I think I heard somebody say that they don't think the Jets are a good fit. And I think the Jets are a good fit for the same reason I think Philadelphia is a good fit. For the same reason the Niners are a good fit for Debo. I think Debo makes a lot of sense for a team that doesn't have elite quarterback play. Now, he would also, Debo is just a really good player. He makes sense for everybody. But I think he makes sense for Zach Wilson, you know, because Zach Wilson, accuracy is not really his greatest strength right now. And he's a young quarterback that needs some pressure taken off of him. Well, Debo can do that. And I would say the same thing for, I think, Tua. Like, I think Tyreek is great for Tua, even though we talk so much they about They have Tyreek two Debos, though. Who? I mean, they have Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, though. Because I see a lot of people talking about Mike Miami, Mike McDaniel, like Tua yeah, hat. No, they... no, no. I, what I'm saying is not that. I'm saying Tyreek is a great match for Tua. Everyone talks about Tyreek down the field. To me, he's a great match for Tua because you don't have to throw the ball down the field to him. And it's the same reason that he was a good fit for Zach Wilson because you don't have – you can just give him the ball with an easy throw. It's the same reason that Debo's a fit for the Jets. It's the same reason Debo's a fit with Jimmy. It's the same reason Debo's a fit with Trey. We don't have to ask you a lot to get him the ball and then let him make plays. I'm just saying Debo I and Tyreek are fits I, I with Tua, that. just like they're both fits with – I because I, I saw like someone said, like, well, the Jets wanted Tyreek because he's a take-the-top-off guy and that's not Debo. No, he's an easy – even though he's not big, he's an easy guy to get the ball to. And that's why I think Debo makes sense for the Eagles also because you don't have to ask your quarterback to do a lot to get him the ball. I think it's a little – in a weird way, like getting the ball to DK is a little tougher, even though DK is a huge target and gets himself open. I, I would take all these guys. But a guy who I can give the ball to at the line of scrimmage and he can go make plays, like no, I hear you. my less great quarterback is really good. That's my That's my point there. And that's why I think Carolina also would have to try and make an offer. Now, Carolina's problem is they just got the one pick, and it's the sixth pick. So if Carolina offered six for Debo, would you take that? Uh, yeah, probably, but it's like what I would rather do is like, could I get a player, your second-round pick, and next year's one, and also give you Jimmy? Brian Burns. Yeah, something like that. Could you I, wouldn't could want I McCaffrey, pack, would you? Could I package Jimmy along with Debo? I would. I would contemplate doing McCaffrey. As just, it'd be risky, but I do think that'd be the type. Like you'd be like Christian, would be pretty good with Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so Christian makes nineteen million dollars uh, next year. That's his cap hit, and I know he, you. I think I read you can get out of his contract this year, but his dead cap next year is like eighteen. So. I, but, I think the ri the risk with McCaffrey is like now Debo's been hurt too. I've seen Debo be a complete war daddy when it's mattered most. And I'm not saying I I, yeah. I think McCaffrey is a war daddy at his core, but I haven't seen it. And you're just there's a risk there now if it involves and the, their second round picks pretty high, right? Do they have their second round pick? No. Oh yeah, because they traded for Sam Darnold. They don't have a third that's either. How, well, that's where how the Jets have 35 and 38. They have the Panthers. The Jets have a uh, shitload. Guy, the Jets have 4, 10, 35, and 38. Like, that's a boatload. Yeah. and Yeah, and 69. I think the uh, Jets make the most the Panthers, sense. The Panthers have 6 standpoint. and 137. Yeah, that's so their, their next pick is 137. 
unless they trade back, which also would make sense for them, right? But someone has to – the Carolinas kind of going to be in the situation the Raiders were in a few years ago in the Cleveland Farrell year. It's like, who's is anyone trading up to six this year? Would you would you do McCaffrey in next year's one? See, I, really, I think Christian McCaffrey's primed for a good year, but I just think you – Part of the reason you you might be open-minded to trading Debo is you believe that he has had his best year of his career, right? Just because of a combination of injuries, whatever. You think it's possible he's peaked. And I think you can make the same thing, the same case for Christian, that he has had the best year he's going to have. And he's owed a lot of money still. Got to give Joe so Douglas. I, I would not I, love that trade offer. I know they haven't won and their team's been a pretty big embarrassment, but Joe Douglas traded two people, Jamal Adams and Sam Darnold. And ended up his second round pick is thirty eight, and his first round pick is ten. Well, that's that's pretty good, guy. That's, that's really pretty, good. Pretty, thirty eight for Sam Darnold is <laughs> that is a, that's an all time swindle. How about just in itself? I know we got two ones and a two, but just ten for Jamal Adams. Yeah, I mean that <laughs> one might even be better. Actually, Jesus, it's, it, I don't know if Joe has a good coach or a good quarterback. I mean, I like Roberts. So I don't know if he's a good head coach. But he's pretty good at wheeling and dealing. I mean, he's he's made some moves. Now you just gotta uh, pick I got to players. I got a couple more for you, but let's go. Let's go into the comments for one here. Panthers trade. This is actually perfect timing. DJ Moore and a first rounder and number six for Debo and sixty one. I guess my question would be why? Why is Carolina trading DJ Moore? They just extended them, so whenever you do that, it's hard to trade them. I don't think that's possible. But I gotta, would. I appreciate the thought, just because it's hard to get a Carolina trade working. I would do that. I I ask a buddy, any Debo comps, and Debo's better than this guy, but he thought D, DJ Moore is kind of a similar player, body type, kind of stout, fast play. It, DJ Moore's good. Younger, I would do that. Yes. Uh, so we got another Jets, another Jets. Okay. Let me hit you oh. up with Teddy's question really quick. Yeah. Hit, hit me up with Teddy's. Thank you, Teddy. Good man, Teddy. Doesn't so Debo only have 1,001, 1,000 yard season? Doesn't it hurt his trade value? I get he's younger, but won't GMs balk at a big trade package because they know he's just a one year wonder? Good question, Teddy. So uh, I actually think the first part of that is interesting because, yes, it, his 1,000-yard receiving year is this year, and it was 1,400 yards, and he led the league in yards per reception. Like Debo, without 59 carries this year, and you – I mean, he had more he had more rushing touchdowns than receiving touchdowns, right? He had eight rushing touchdowns and six receiving touchdowns. Let's take away all his rushes and give him, like, two or three more receiving touchdowns. So let's say he has – eight or nine receiving touchdowns still a hell of a play like Debo without being the running back he became if he's healthy is a hell of a receiver um you know the other Debo thing is I think you have to bring this up if you talk about injuries it was it was college you got hurt in college too but, but part of part of this is and this is like I, I threw this out on Twitter I said if I was the Niners you know what I would ask for Part of it is the Niners are allowed to ask for a lot. They're not just like, we're getting rid of this guy. I mean, all the reports have been they have zero intention of getting rid of him. So if you're going to ask, like, hey, 
I got a $2 million home. I don't want to move. If you're willing to offer four, you can have it, but I'm not giving yeah. it to you for two, four. I don't need the extra 400 grand. So yeah, like just, Hey, the jets, I'll give you two twos and next year's two. Well, yeah, in theory, that's probably a decent deal, but I would rather have my player. So if you want to fucking blow me away, you could argue the Niners be like, I need those two twos. I need next year's one and a third. Cause again, I don't want to give up the player. You're the one that wants this player. Now you can be like, well, he doesn't want to be there. Wait, I don't care. He's under contract. You know, he's not a free agent. So I, 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 I think part of it, it is, I understand some of these deals. Cause I, I saw a lot, like even on social media, like that is crazed off for that much. Well, yeah, the 49ers don't want to trade the guy. It's yeah. like, what, what would well, miles Garrett be worth? Well, he's worth way more to me because he's the best player in franchise history since like Jim Brown. So yeah, if someone wants him, it takes four ones and two twos. You'd be like, that's insane. No one's going to trade that. Well, no shit. I don't want to give him. But if you want Miles Garrett, it would cost four ones and two. What would Justin Herbert cost? Unlimited ones. Well, no, well, yeah, that's what it would cost. I don't want to give him away. If you're the Chargers, there, I don't think there's such a thing as a trade package that doesn't involve a Court, top five it's quarterback. A, it's, it's not right? even fair to do the quarterback. Like you wouldn't take, if they let you take 12 ones, you wouldn't do it for Justin Herbert. No, to me, you can't even use quarterbacks, but you could just use like, if you had, if I got John Robinson on the phone, like what's AJ Brown worth to you? He'd be like two ones, two twos, and three more players. I love AJ Brown. He's like the best player on our team. Right. So it's like, I don't want to get rid of him, but I'd ask for two ones, two twos, two threes. And honestly, I have to see the value of the picks this year for me to like, is that even worth it for me to entertain? Like, well, he's not worth that. Well, yeah, I don't want to give him away. Right. Like what is like, what's Micah Parsons work works to the Cowboys. Well, he's going into a second year of a rookie contract. He's clearly an unstoppable force. I bet Jared would be like three ones. Like no one's trading three ones for him. Well, yeah, no shit. I'm not giving him away. Not everyone gives free, uh, you know, ground beef for life. Oh, good transition. Sorry, I killed your transition right there. Uh, we'll get to we that did, in a second. You pull up, you pull up question, though. So yeah, this is a matter by nature, 88. Woo! Thank you. Uh, great show. Uh, how will Trey Lance fare without Debo? Thank you for the great content. Cheeseburgers on this guy. Well, not <laughs> cheeseburger around us because they're all like $21, but appreciate it. Uh, how will how will Trey Lance fare without Debo? I mean, I, I think that's a great unknown. To me, that's the reason that even if you could get like 35, 38, and 1, you're like, let's just roll with Debo. I'm telling you, I have no issue if it comes out like the draft ends and be like – you saw these Niners, like, turns out the Jets offered this and this team offered that, and the Niners said no to them all. I don't think that's yeah. crazy. Even you're like, damn, they turned down that. Well, you said this a long time ago, and we've talked about it, but the pick becomes a person. The pick, oh, I want, I wouldn't give him 13. Well, the second 13 is Garrett Wilson. It's like, you wouldn't trade Garrett Wilson for Debo Samuel? <laughs> like, just say it yeah. that way, and it sounds very different, right? Or, or so, like, you know, you do that 35-38, eventually they become two guys. It's like, well, this corner and wide receiver better be good. And then all of a sudden, in training camp, you're like, well, he's behind uh, this guy, and you know, well, yeah, a like, little go, slower. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> go look up who the Jags drafted with the two ones they got for Jalen Ramsey. It's Travis Etienne and some other guy. Who I can't think of his name, and I don't. I think it's a name I can't really pronounce. So I, I think it's a pass rusher from LSU. It is a pass rusher whose name I I can't really picture. But so the, 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 you're right; those guys become players, and they become players. Of, yeah. And I would say historically, right when these big trades happen, you go back look at the. You're like, ah, mm. it's not often like we traded this guy for three picks, and it turned out to be Aaron Donald Cooper Cup and our starting guard, right? 
wins for everybody. It's usually like, no, we traded Khalil Mack and we ended up with this guy who sucks and Josh Jacobs. Like, ah, not bad. (laughs) I I think when people, that's why it sounds so sweet, like 35, 38 and a one for Debo. Like in the second round, we get a guy like Derrick Henry, AJ Brown, and then get like this uh, next Richard Sherman. (laughs) Because it's always the comps. And I say this all the easiest comp, like who is, who is this guy like Debo Samuel? Who's this guy like? Draymond Green. You never do like, who's this guy like? Well, those Daniel are the two. Brunskill. Those you are know? the two that players say, too. The pl- players love saying it, right? NBA guys for f- eight years have been like, yeah, I'm kind of like Draymond. Like, are you? Are you like Draymond? Well, because Draymond, you could argue, I have a buddy who uh, played with Steve Kerr at Arizona, and they're pretty tight. He watches all the Warriors games, and he texts me the night with like eight exclamation points. Draymond Green is the greatest role player in the history of the league which sounds almost like a dig, but it's not because it's it's pretty common that a jack-of-all-trades is a master of none. Draymond has managed to be a master of several things. And, um, you know, most guys aren't. <laughs> like saying a, a draft prospect who says I'm Draymond Green is like, yeah, I'm not great at anything. Well, Draymond's great at some stuff, right? Yeah. And same as when Kobe died, everybody, I, it's driving me nuts, but you can't say it, rest in peace. Everyone had Mamba mentality out of respect, but like, yeah, if Kobe was here, he'd laugh at 99% of you that claim to have Mamba mentality. That's the point. It's a one percenter thing. I totally agree. To me, it's Draymond or Dennis Rodman. Like, those guys are clearly just the two. And even Dennis couldn't be your point guard. Yeah, he's, it's, Dennis was probably like back then, the league was a little different. You know, you had to bang a little bit more. Not that you don't bang now, but I, I, I don't disagree with that guy at all. Obviously, that guy knows more basketball than me, but uh, I, I just do think it's very, very Malik Willis. Like, you know, he's kind of like this big project like Josh Allen. Huge, like, he's not going to be Josh Allen, you know, but no one ever be like, you know, he might end up like Hackenberg meets Mariota. <laughs> like, you, you can't be like uh, six round, right? I mean, you just you can't say that. Every it's like Garrett Wilson. Everyone keeps it's he's like he reminds me a lot of Justin Jefferson. But and listen, it's different. A lot of wide receivers have just transitioned, so that's probably bad. Like Stingley, like he could be like uh, you know, Patrick Peterson in his prime with a little bit of Revis. Like probably not. I mean, he'll probably just be an underachieving corner. Like let's just let's call a spade a spade, you know. Like there's there's been like two, there's been Revis and Dion, like the two sweet corners the last like 30 years, and Richard for a little bit, but Richard was pretty. That's just, I, I think we got to be very, very careful with replay. Like Debo is Debo. Like Draymond is like, why don't the Warriors try it up? Because they have Draymond Green with their. And guys. part of Debo is that he is an elite running back, but he's not a running back. He's a, he's a fantastic receiver. If he never takes another carry, he's a fantastic receiver, right? Like first and foremost. Yeah. He's just, he's a fantastic football player. And ultimately, yeah. I would say it's the one sport where. You kind of can do it because ultimately if I'm a, like, I can just throw him quick screens till the cows come home and they do through that a lot. And he just dominates, right? And go and go and go. I can do pitch plays to him. Like I don't have to just do the running back thing, but I can keep that in my back pocket. It does feel like. I, I wonder if the first time he's really had to think about it was when the money started coming up. It's like, you got to be very careful with this. Like, you know, some of these wide receivers are going to be get. That Tyreek and Devontae got third contracts. Like you'll never get there, Debo. I wonder if that's Yeah, I think up. one thing I do think one thing that works in his favor, because I heard somebody else say like Debo Debo had more rushing touchdowns outside of the five yard line than anybody in the league last year. 
And, you know, running backs carry the ball 300 times. Debo carried it under 60. But that's part of why it works. Like, part of Debo as a running back working is that Debo doesn't carry the ball 20 times a game. I don't mean from a health standpoint. I mean, and you're from, not slamming him at the goal line. You can put in other guys there, right? They put in Trey Sermon. Yeah. Or, I mean, but, they could next year and, and Elijah Mitchell. Part of why or, it or works. Or check there. It's, it's kind of a trick play. It's not a trick play. But it's a change-up. That's part of why it works, right? It wasn't the last end of the season. No, no, no. But I'm just saying, like, your change-up, your fastball at 98 only works if you throw another pitch with it. Most yeah, guys oh, you can't it. just throw a 98 mile or fastball straight. But I bet if Kyle was on right now and no one could see and this would never get out, he'd be like, I truly believe if Debo was just our starting running back, he could rush for 1,500 yards. Yeah, I mean, maybe he could. Maybe he could. And, and the thing with Debo is, like, some guy, every once healthy. in a while, a guy throws a fastball hard enough with good enough location that he can just throw that pitch, and that's the equivalent of just give the ball to Debo, however you can get it to him, and he's going to make a play. But doesn't it feel like you could run normal plays, like true, consistent, like between the guard and stuff, and him just kind of feel it out? And yes, break and like, yeah, but I do think you're, like, I think his uh, 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 six yards per carry average probably goes down if he's your starting running back. For that's sure. Yeah, yes, for sure. I know you're not saying otherwise, but. He'd average five eight. Butcher box, baby. Butcherbox.com slash ham. Go get it. I actually made a little meat plate last night. I did uh, a meat plate. Butcherbox. Butcherbox.com slash ham. Uh you sign up, eight to fourteen pounds. You get, you know, can feed up to twenty six people, no big deal. And I, I took some ground beef, but I took some veggies and I just put it in the, you know, on the stove. Boom. And then I made some refried beans, just put it in the microwave, and I just kind of combined it all, basically like what you'd have in a burrito, and I just ate it out of a bowl. Really easy. Put a little ketchup That's- on, Patrick Mahomes style, and it was, it was, you know, you couldn't do that if you had children or a wife. They'd be like, I'm not eating this. But for me, it felt like I was eating Ruth Chris. That's fantastic. Dan, hey, my dad used to always just make, is that what shepherd's pie is? Just uh, mashed potatoes on top of ground beef? I think is that yeah, what I think my dad used to make that all the time. And my feels dad, like there's some peas in there, maybe carrots. Dan Hayman loves him some ketchup too. So it was I love oh. ketchup. Love it. We're also brought to you by our friends at Indeed, John. Indeed.com slash ham. Indeed.com slash ham. If you are hiring, if you're hiring, and a lot of people are trying to hire, find the best candidates at indeed.com slash ham. You get a $75 sponsored job credit. When you upgrade your job post now before April 30th, terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Yep, Indeed.com slash ham. Go get yourself an employee. I mean, come on, people. Go get yourself. Improve your business. And uh, add some uh, company morale with a new individual in the in the building. We're on Zoom. Uh, quick fact. Oh, I'll get to that in a second. All right, let's get to two more teams. One, I I, I cannot believe no one has brought this team up yet. But I'll get to them in a second. Next up, Patriots. Ah, that's right. But Seriously? you didn't give me five bucks. So Scott <laughs> goes next. Debo to Detroit for 32, 34, and I'm in Russ St. Brown. 32, that's the last pick of the first round. 34, that's the second pick of the second round. That's a good pick. And I'm in Ross St. Brown. Uh, you want to do some uh, draft value on that? 32 is worth 184 and 175. My my pushback on this would be from Detroit side. They are so far away from being a player away. It's not even funny. It makes no sense not to use those picks on just trying to find your own Debo, right? Yeah. Um, You're terrible. Which you can at 32 and 34. You, hell, you could take two receivers probably if you wanted to. 
yeah, to me, St. Brown, you like him. I mean, I think he was good for them last year. I would just use those picks on getting put. Their team's bad. Their team's really bad. I, I, To me, Debo makes no sense for them specifically. They are too shitty. Amon had 90 catches last year and five touchdowns. All right. Good question. Was he a, a Trojan? He is a USC Trojan. Was he the Jack guy? Like super jacked? Does that sound familiar? You thinking Michael Pittman? Yeah. Colts? Yeah, I'm just trying to think what he looks like. I don't I can't put a visual to the player, but was he a good college player? I guess his team sucked, huh? So it's hard to Yeah, he was a good college player. Yeah. So they had, they had a receiving room at one point in time with him and Drake London. That's pretty good. He's not small. I, I mean, I can't even. I, I watch so little Detroit Lions football. Um. Okay. I, I don't, for the life of me, understand why people aren't throwing out New England Patriots trade possibilities. Because part of my thing is like, eh, find a team who doesn't have a great quarterback. And New England, you know, New England's going to have to get a new quarterback in a few years when it comes time to fifth-year option Mac Jones. I'm kidding. So what about New England's first and New England's second? 21 and 54. That's what New England has. Would they trade 21 and 54? And would you send Debo Samuel to the Patriots? Well, if you're Debo Samuel, why would you want to live there and not play here if the money was the same? I don't know. You know, again, part of this is hard as we don't exactly know what the issue is, but time zone at least is the same, closer. Yeah, see, to me, if I'm Debo, I would refuse to sign a contract there, and it feels, if I'm just going to guesstimate on Debo Samuel, he would refuse to sign a contract in New England. Why would he just stay here? With Kyle, I, the place is miserable. <laughs> Freezing cold? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. From what? a draft standpoint, 21-54. Oh, it would intrigue me. 21 is worth 261. You like how I'm doing this math by hand? I'm, makes me feel good. And uh, 104, that's 365, which is basically the 10th pick. So we're in the right range here with a lot of these. I had someone in the NFL tell me that Debo is worth more than the 10th pick. He's just too good. I agree with that person in the NFL. He was exceptional, like elite, like as good as it gets. It doesn't get any better. Like whatever greatness is, like dominating with a ball in your hand, it does it just. He peaked. Like it, it, his he? high end is as high. I, I meant like. No, I know what you meant, but then I said, did he? Though. Well, is that, it possible that's where you did. Yeah. I mean, it's, well, it's, it's impossible to get any better than that. It's just, can you maintain that for like three years? I think it's hard. I think it's borderline impossible. Yeah. <laughs> but, he, but to me, again, like he doesn't have, this is where I keep saying, or I go back to, he doesn't have to carry the ball 60 times to be a good, a great player for you. I don't think. But no, when he does carry it and the threat of him carrying it is what makes you a better team. I think it was Debo. Could have been Ayuk, but I'm pretty sure the bomb that Lance threw against the Texans, where he ran back across the field, was Debo. Debo. Caught it. Yeah. It was yeah. Debo. Yeah. Well, to me, that's an element that he did not exist with Jimmy. That you would just throw some bombs to number 19 and 11, right? So your offense would just be much more explosive down the field with those two guys, but specifically 19, where it's not we're going to throw you deep, right? You will make the play when you catch the ball way down there, which I'm sure is something he wants to do. Uh, there was one I want. There was two I wanted to show you here real quick. Oh, Brandon says, would the Jets be crazy to trade three? I don't think you, they would do that. 
uh, Jets have four. Houston has three. But with those two teams, feels like you can get a good pass rusher that high. Tobin, uh, thank you, Tobin. Am I crazy for being confident that Debo will be a Niner? Um, I don't think you're crazy. Crazy, but I would, but I wouldn't be confident of anything at this point, necessarily. I the yeah. one thing you would say with the Niners is they, <laughs> they tend to hold. Hit that like button. I I don't think they're in a place where they have. It, where they have I don't to. know. We've we've never really seen them in this scenario. This is, I mean, it's a unique scenario. I think we're going to learn a lot just about. You know this. what Debo if needs, John? If a story comes out that Kyle went to meet him, if they just trade him, I, I I'm gonna we're gonna do some learning with what they're truly their metal here. You know what I would do? Get Debo. If Debo has a Zenny sponsorship in the next six months, then you know you're in good shape. Well, here's the problem, guy is that to pay Kittle like a wide receiver, the Niners needed to double that guaranteed money. Zenny gave them all the extra money that they had, and they okay. gave them ownership in the company. So you have to find another company. But right now, you know, I don't know if you saw the stock market today. Everything was plummeting. So, team, you know, people are a little on their toes. Silicon Valley not just handing out as much money as they were. I'm not saying Zenny Silicon Valley company. I know they're kind of based around here, but to me, they're an eyewear company, not a tech company. But, yeah, could you do kind of a Joe Lacob, Eddie DeBartolo, like, all of a sudden, Debo's just on like the Meta, you know. It's they renamed Meta Debo. You know, I, I it hit me today, and this will be, I think, one of my themes on contract negotiations. There are some things that the NFL could learn from NIL in college football, where there's a separate party involved, not affiliated directly with the program, and the coach can't be involved. Right, the coach can't tell the NIL collective that pays the player who to pay. But the NIL collective somehow knows who to pay. Like they don't just go to 24 seven sports and look at the rankings. Like they know who the coach wants on the team and how to get that person paid. And, um, you know, this is not new. I'm sure Eddie DeBartolo has a roadmap of how to do this somewhere, but sponsorship deals are ways to make sure players get paid and teams have corporate relationships. But here's the problem. Debo's marketing guy would go, I can land him a deal. And he would get that deal at this point in time, wherever. Like that's the yes, PJ Tour. That's the PJ Tour arguments. That no. Like I'm going to get my sponsorship no matter no, no, what. No. I don't different. need the you. The difference is your marketing guy gets you a deal based on what the company thinks you're worth. Yeah. The team gets you a deal based on how much that company needs to slush fund pay you. Yeah. Not Make based on how much you're worth. Worth. Yeah. I can that's get you an extra twenty five million dollars. Yeah, you're not worth it to them, but. There's somehow all of a sudden they're the official this of the there's some tra- a trade deal on a back end. I don't know. Just you're saying if like if all of a sudden Debo's the official Mercedes Benz of uh of Silicon Valley, something's up. Yeah, or like you know, whatever. Pick a million companies. But this is where I think like in the pros, like Aaron Rodgers gets to make his money out the field no matter what, right? No, I understand. Yeah, I understand. But Aaron is one of the most marketable. Does, it, does anything is unique for sure? I'm saying, but Aaron is, you know, if you said, all right, random company, pick 10 players in the NFL that are really famous that you'd pay. Like Aaron would be, okay, Aaron. Yeah, makes sense. I follow you. Matthew Stafford, AT&T. Who, I mean, I love Matthew Stafford as much as the next guy, but who in the AT&T boardroom was like, that's who we got to go get. Was that a get whole move by Stan? I don't know. I just, that one to me, again, love Stafford. That one doesn't make sense, really, unless he's not being paid that much. But I bet he's being paid a lot. I wonder what those ad campaigns pay. A Lamelo Ball was in one. 
was in that AT&T ad campaign? Do you think it's a lump sum? Do you think it's a quarterly payment? Do you think it's like, uh, I'll give you a million dollars? The longer the campaign goes, the more you get paid. I'd want that. Like, I don't want lump sum. And then the campaign's great. And it goes on for three years. And, you know. Um, Okay. Do you want another trade I have that I think could be a crazy trade a week from now that no one's thinking about? I shouldn't say no one's thinking about. That's a dumb. Everyone always says that. No one's saying this. So I was listening to Lombard, uh, Michael Lombardi's podcast with Ray. And, you know, he's any who's his partner, Fenny. Huh? He's got a new partner, Fenny. Adnan left. Oh yeah, Michael Lombardi's podcast. Michael partner. Lombardi, gotcha, gotcha. It's the seventh new host. Well, maybe it's hard to work with. I don't know. <laughs> Should get him on the show and ask him. Um, you know, and he just says a lot of stuff, and it's hard sometimes to tell. Like, is he just throwing something out there that he just made up, or does he know something? So it's hard to filter through. But one thing he doesn't think, or he's talking like he doesn't think Kyler Murray wants to play for the Arizona Cardinals again. And to me, if you're Arizona, if you don't want to pay Kyler, which if you're Cliff, you'd want to pay Kyler because. Unless they fractured a little over the last year. So what about. This one's hard. You got to find this one's tough. But I think Carolina, like you got to think who would who is desperate to do something and who would pay a guy who would pay Kyler right now. I think Carolina would. Yeah, they would. So what about a Carolina Kyler trade? And I know we've talked like do Baker and Cliff even like each other? They could go to Baker if they had to right for a year or get two ones and then draft a quarterback next year. Right. Like get six and next year's one or six and next year's one and Christian McCaffrey. Although I don't know if you're Carolina, if you would do that, you'd want Christian and Kyler together. I think that'd be kind of dangerous. Cliff gets six and next year's one. And again, it's tough because Carolina doesn't have picks this year. So you'd be doing a lot of future picks, but like this year's one next year's one and um, a two and a three next year, something like that. So two ones, a two and a three for Kyler. This is separate from Debo. Not Debo related. Yeah. Did you see that Patrick Peterson and the Edmonds, the former running back, is on Steelers, kind of came out and were supported Kyler a little bit, but things are weird. I, who would you have to remember when Baker transferred and left Texas Tech, he started as a true freshman and then he was not going to start anymore. So ultimately, him and Cliff's relationship from a football standpoint ended when Cliff said, You're not the starting quarterback anymore. Yeah, that's yep. why he ended up at that's Oklahoma, important. which is to me is not nothing. So yeah, he's a little desperate, but my, I guess my point is that I don't think Cliff. Now this is a long time ago, but that Baker was some star. Like one thing that can't be argued that Cliff Baker would have Kingsbury, to be a play, placeholder. Yeah, that Cliff, but but maybe their relationships mended fences. I would say that Baker, part of getting rid of, rid of Kyler if you were selling quote unquote high slash, you didn't want to pay him and you could get three ones, right? You give us pick six and two more ones and a player or something. Well, ultimately I still need to find a quarterback. So even if Baker's like, I just found myself just where I kind of was. Yeah. I, I think thought. And, and I would also say that Baker has a little Kyler. Like, is he just uh, obsessed with himself? Kind of a weird cat. It'd, it'd be pretty risky. The reason to do it would be because of what you're seeing happen with Baker. The reason would do it to be, if you think, You've you've concluded you don't want to give Kyler Murray what it takes to pay NFL quarterbacks. You don't think he's worth that, right? That would be the reason to do it. Maybe New Orleans would give you two ones. I know they, you know, 
we talk like they've solved their quarterback issue, but is it Kyler Murray? And listen, I'm not a Kyler Murray fan and I would trade him. I would not pay him because just his going rate is his going rate, right? That's it. Can't, it's not like you get him. Like, can you get him for 26? Like his rates high. I would not do that, but I just don't know how you replace it. I also wonder, but, but what I'm saying is you might be at the, if you've concluded, we have to replace him. Oh, it's yeah. going to happen because we're not going to pay him $45 million. So what are we going to do? Wait or do it now? Get next year's one from somebody as well as this year's one. Draft the quarterback next year. Bring in Baker for just for one year. Could see it. Could you? I don't know. Could, could Kyler get traded next Thursday? Could Jimmy get traded next Thursday? I think that'll be one of the things we talk about. One would other it, thing that the Panthers, just, I guess he's been too, feels like Jimmy's been pretty bad against Arizona. They wouldn't want Jimmy, would they? Uh, could you get rid of Kyler for Jimmy? Even if it was a placeholder? No, I don't think you could. You'd have to do, I think Baker would make more sense for them. Yeah. Cause you could sell it like they know each other. Right. And also he's younger. Let's see if we can fix him. It's cheaper too. They're in a, I mean, is Kyler not going to be there at all? All off season feels that way. Doesn't it? Well, that was kind of Lombardi's point is he thinks Kyler's just re- actually like could hold out. And he's rich, so it's not like he he's like, screw you, I got cash. Do you have to reimburse the A's? I think he did, didn't he? Yeah, I don't think you get to keep that money, do you? No. The signing bonus. Saints first and Michael bonus. Thomas for Debo. Michael Thomas kind of pain in the ass. I would say no. And been hurt. Yeah, I mean, the Niners have Michael Thomas. His name's Juwan Jennings. Who just signed his contract yesterday? A couple days ago, I saw. Him oh, little, good. Then, like I that mean, little one-year tender. <laughs> well, you make fun of the one-year tender, but if you've been like a seventh-round pick making eight hundred grand, then you get the one-year tender at one point five. You're like, you're on your yeah. way, baby. You are on your way. Shit. And then he's like, uh, pa- oh, you just went into the highest bracket now in California. Patrick said, "Yeah, Patrick says uh, Davis Mills was the second best rookie QB behind Mac Jones, who made the Pro Bowl." I mean, he threw for more yards than Mac. Some people would argue he was the best rookie QB last year. I think, put it this way, would the Patriots be better with Davis Mills than Mac Jones? Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year, you get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been Eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. ButcherBox is offering you Free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at game time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called game time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park, been there a million times, never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, 
Maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I I don't know if I can say that. Well... Mac Jones was playing in real games. Davis Mills was playing in games. It didn't matter. I do think, though, if you're going to have a quarterback who's not great, like he's not a top 10 quarterback, there's there's a big difference. Would you say Derek Carr is a top 10 quarterback? No. But what he has is what most guys who are 11 to 25 don't have, which is top 10 skills. Yeah. And that's Davis Mills has that, and Mac Jones does not. I would say the difference – 
I just put him, Cousins, and Dak kind of all in that crew. On they can have moments where you just don't do it consistently enough. When you just watch Herbert and those guys play every week, I would say the one thing with Mac Jones and Davis Mills, Mac was much more equipped, probably the most equipped since like Luck, to start on a team that was trying to make the playoffs and function week in week out. Yeah, but in three years, Davis Mills might be a better player. Like, because Mac was more equipped. He had been playing in the big leagues, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> With mm-hmm. all the lights and the big boy coaching him. He was, and that's that. But everyone acknowledged that. No one disputed, like, Mac could have just had Jimmy Garoppolo's year. But that's not what you look for with the third or second or first overall pick. The difference, I think, the Texans would tell you we get, well, one, they didn't have any picks last year. But like, if this guy is our starting quarterback for the next eight years and just can become Kirk Cousins, that's a hell of a pick, right? Get you know if you could find your Dak Prescott, your Russell. I mean Russell's the highest end, but even Dak. Part of Dak's story is if you do take the 160 million and factor it over the life of his career, you're like, well, if you factor it those first four years when he was cheap, it's actually a pretty good deal, right? Yeah, I think part of it is like they might be looking at it like the 15th pick for a quarterback for four years or five years, right? And then we just move on. Is worth it. They could view it that way. Like, he's not worth the second contract, but that's okay. We just got a quarterback on a rookie deal for five years. And then in five years, we'll get another quarterback. But you know what I try to do sometimes? Because I think that's an easy thing to say and very fair. It'd be like, you know, what's going to happen to to us in two years or three years? What about just living in the present? Like, you can get us and we'll figure it out as we go. Right? We don't have to pay them. Yeah, okay. Let me say it a different way. A different way to say it is, I don't need to worry about whether or not I want this guy six years from now when I draft him. I whereas like the Niners can't think like that necessarily with Trey Lance. Well, and, like, and the Cardinals can't think like that when they took Kyler Murray, right? He was going to be their star quarterback yeah. and pay a ton of money. Right. And part of that is just who are you and what have you earned? And he's Bill Belichick and he's earned a lot. Yeah, a lot. So now can if he, he goes, win a Super Bowl? Now he's also got a Super Bowl standard. Can he win a Super Bowl with Mac? Like that's where you go, well, are you even going to wait five years? Well, but I'll tell you this. Hey, I thought this is I the thought, best guy we can get right now and he's cheap. I thought last year was really impressive. If Belichick can take a playoff spot again this year with how good the AFC is, it would be even more impressive than what he did last year, right? If the Patriots well, yeah, are one of the wild card teams, him, right? But I'm just yep. saying that too. But I'm just saying like right. that means he's in the playoffs again, and the Chargers or the Browns or the Raiders are not like, and he's doing it with Mac fucking Jones. To me, he can he can keep up in his legacy, just making the playoffs with these teams. Like, damn, he didn't even have a top twelve quarterback. He used to making the playoffs. I know, but that's like. Subtle legacy stuff. The real legacy stuff is winning championships. But he's already won six. No, yeah. Uh, Nate says, what about Texans trade a first and Brandon Cooks for Debo? I don't I heard Brandon Cooks. Uh, people, he's a high character, good guy. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Would you do that? No. Brandon Cooks is a pretty good player, though. He had 90, 90 catches last year on the Houston Texans. Don't love the redundancy of... Cooks and and Ayuk feel a little similar to me. I, I like I like having a yin and yang. Like I, yeah. I like having like a, you know, a speed guy and a big guy, a I, big guy I think and Cooks, a possession guy. Cooks also makes sense for Houston because Davis Mills has a big arm. Just extended him. They like him. We think in three weeks. Uh, we Jackson says, are we thinking three weeks of content from this story? I got to be honest. We're thinking bigger. <laughs> we're thinking this week. We're thinking last week. We're thinking next week. That's three. We're thinking don't trade him, but he no-shows OTAs. 
So there's how many weeks is that? Well, I mean, Kyle's talking once a week, so he's giving a questions on Debo. Yeah. Or, although they do trade him, and we get a Chris Olave to talk about every week. That's true. But that's, I mean, technically, you could argue that's a different topic. But it's it's all connected, and it would carry you like it Chris is. Olave it or Garrett Wilson or Drake London do not exist with Debo on this team. Worst so case scenario, him. they keep Debo. He gets hurt week one. By far. Two years of content. Yeah, I don't want like a Le'Veon holdout. You know, I don't want that. That's that's I not go a week or two a holdout. Well, no, yeah, I just saying like yeah. a whole year of like oh, bum, 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 bum. that's a letdown. Yeah, but uh, great question. That is the number one way I think of stories is how long, how much content is there here? And um, well, there would have been nothing without this. So thank God. This is this is to me the worst draft on paper in a long, long time. And obviously the Niners don't have any picks. Hell, most good teams don't. I mean, have the league trade all their picks. I mean, one franchise literally has their motto, fuck them picks. That's their motto. The GM <laughs> wears the He's not even kidding, though. It's not even like, it's not sarcastic. It's not tongue-in-cheek. It's like literally their company motto, right? They do not. And they haven't had a first-round pick in nine years. And and they, they did, I don't even think they thought twice. I, I thought they were insane. They're like, oh, second, third. Yeah, here's, take, give us Vaughn Miller. Unfair. What's going to stop them from doing that again next year? Don't you think they'll trade if they're in the mix, their second round pick for whoever that's on the block come the trade deadline? I need a list of all the players drafted with picks that the Rams traded. Uh, I have a feeling it's not a Pro Bowl team. I, I went on our uh, our former producer and buddy, Greg Papa's son, Derek Papa's podcast. Derek Papa, today. I saw that. And he said, Buzz in LA. Yeah, I don't exactly know how this works. You have to like ask Parag or something like after June one that the Rams, there's a lot of buzz about them signing the Honey Badger like after June one mm. to like avoid the comp so they don't have to give up. Yeah, so all of a sudden the 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 Rams are going to end the offseason with Allen Robinson, so no comp Bobby picks. Wagner. That's the deal, yeah. right? Honey Badger, all the it's like but you don't really. Do... Yeah, I don't exactly know the deal, but. Show War name Daddies. War Daddies. Too much respect for uh, fallen warriors over the years. As a guy that avoided, you know, mandatory in Israel, and another guy who's the first family member of the Middlecoffs or the Lears to not be in a uh, in the military. I I am also the I, I double whammy. Also the first not to. Uh, so you avoid it, and you're the first. Yes, yeah, it's, no. it's one of the. Sometimes I think about. Again, I what am I giving to the world? Yeah, but I, I, I would in fair I would have been a terrible, terrible soldier. Like it just wouldn't have been my thing. You but it was something like, my uh, there's other jobs yeah, military. at the base and stuff. But you know, if you're gonna do it No, they give know, everybody they give all kinds of jobs. It's true. But I'm just saying my, my I mean, I have my grandpa was shot down in Japan, another, you know, my my dad's brother was killed in Vietnam. It just it was a huge point of pride, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and a point of contention, like my dad. I have a lot of pride Vietnam in my War. family's service. For sure. I mean, I pound my chest, and then I realize, like, what did I actually do? <laughs> the answer is nothing. But you literally, you know, a lot of people fall under draft dodge. Is that what you're calling me? But is it? It's not. A, it's mandatory. Right? There's no draft dodging. If you live in Israel, it's mandatory. But you were born there. I don't. You're born there. Yeah, but you have to live there. I didn't live there. I was born there. I left. I was three months old. You know. Then you we be- visited one time in like 1998, and when we came back again to visit. Several years later, it didn't. It was like several visits later they caught it, 
there was no record of me leaving the country. So they thought I'd been living in the country for like, you know, 98, maybe it was like 2012. They thought I'd been living in the country for like 14 years, 12 years, whatever it was. And um, it just wasn't true. I hadn't been. But I had so to go like, hey, I haven't been they, here. File an appeal. Uh, they didn't go like, here's your boots and here's your weapon. <laughs> no, there was just a thing. When I came into the country, they're like, you can't leave the country with your family in two weeks until you go clear up this issue. Because it says that you actually live here. So I had to go. Uh, I had to go to the base. Go in. They wouldn't let my mom in with me. I don't speak very good Hebrew. They're not all that interested in speaking English. And it was a, um, you know, I never thought I'm not getting out of here. But you sit in a waiting room by yourself, and mom's on the other side of the barbed wire fence for two hours while you just sit there. Like you just start thinking, like crazier things have happened. Yeah, what's my move? Hand to hand combat. Well, you just walk do in, I like what to... size boots are you? You're like, oh shit. Yeah, do I need to learn how to use nunchucks if my if my gun backfires? Like, do what do I need to do? You know, what do I need to do? Uh, I mean, my I eyesight's wanted, not good I enough to be a, be a pilot. Top gun pilot. Yeah, I don't have the eyesight, and it's probably not smart enough. You also got to have some balls, right? I mean, to be a pilot, like yeah, it's critical part of service. It's why we respect the service people so much. And uh, have you seen the the right, trailer for the new Top Gun? Yeah, like three years ago, I saw it. Is it back? It's well, you know, they had to delay it. Yeah, when I was at the Super Bowl, Miles Teller and those guys were doing the rounds. I mean, it was about to come out, and then obviously it gets pushed back. But it's like, why did it get pushed back again? I don't know, but it's feels like a pretty big stretch, though. I will watch because, <laughs> like, I will Tom, watch. Tom what's now gonna... is the instructor, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm totally watching. Is it in theaters or what's it going to be? Coming out this uh, summer. To me, that would be one of those that, like, if you I'd charge me theater. nineteen ninety nine, I, I, I would. Airplanes on the big screen is like, I need aerial fights on the big screen. I'll do that. When's the last time you've been to the theater? I don't know. I'd Long have time. to really think about that. But for me, it's been probably four years, five years. It was the Brad Pitt. It hasn't movie. been the which one? The Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think is the last time I went to a movie. Oh, great movie. Um, one of my favorites. It's been more recent for me. Maybe a Star Wars movie or something. I don't quite remember. Iceman. Goose. Goose May is kind of making a Goose is making a comeback. He was in um uh, did you ever see Inventing Anna or what whatever? No, that was that show? I mean I've heard about what, it. Yeah, he's in that show. He's in the WeWork Apple TV. He's he's wait, yeah, I just watched episode guy. one. What which one is he? Uh, is he not in it yet, maybe? Yeah, I don't think he, he becomes like one of the VC guys that invest we were, in the company. I just started watching the show. Or is that what it's called? We work or is it called Fallen or something? Yeah, but, whatever. Uh, with with Leto. Work, with yeah, Jared yeah. Leto, right? I didn't realize he's Israeli. He's supposed to be an Israeli guy in the whole thing. Yeah, he's this crazy guy. He's fantastic. I right. I I didn't know he was Israeli this whole time. Makes sense. Yeah, he, he's not just some like white tech guy, you know? He's I thought Jared Leto is an elite character. Like that's he. Uh, I, I I've only watched one episode. I love the show. Oh, it's it's fantastic. He makes the show right, and it makes yes. you think. Like, if this guy is really like this, which, we crashed. We crashed. We crashed. Yeah. Brian Hawkins told me that Hulu had a documentary with the two actual people, so like Leto's actual character and his wife. And like they, it just makes you realize like these people are batshit crazy. Like I started really? watching a little bit of uh, 
Hulu did one on the Theranos chick. And you're watching it, you realize she's a little nuts too, but you know, yeah. I, I knew more about her than I did the Leto character of We Crash or We Were. I, I, yeah, I did. I don't really know much about We, the, we were talking I, about I it the other the night. Elizabeth it's, Holmes it's, podcast. It's Workday. I, I thought We Work was in Walnut Creek. It's actually Workday. I see oh, Workday work day a lot. A... I don't even know what Workday is, but I think I got those two mixed. They're up. one of the companies that dropped Phil Mickelson. Good point. Yeah. They feel like a office type space place, but maybe not. Anne Hathaway is truly great as an awful person. <laughs> she's a lead at it. She's, she's, yeah, she's very good at that. All right. Uh, you know, the dropout, I, the dropout, I don't think the dropout, the name of the podcast is something It came out a couple of years ago or maybe less than that is also, it's a, it's a good, like, you know, 10 episode pod. Sour blood or something like that. I can't remember. If she could have pulled it off, it would have been like one of the great all-time deals, right? If you just a little blood to find out if you have. The only thing she was missing was like a test that worked, like it actually working. She just lied, right? Yeah, just the thing never worked. I remember from the podcast, one of the things was early on in her at Stanford, she said she had figured this out. And one of the professors at Stanford was like, kind of from the very beginning called bullshit on her, like blew the whistle, like this chick is full of shit. Like there is no way this works. But people, people wanted really it to be true. When pe- when people want things to be true, there is no shutting it down until everyone acknowledges that it's not true. Then you go to jail, right? Uh, yeah, because part of her deal, right, was she was getting so much funding based on it being true. Did she was she running a scam? Like was she just pocketing the money? Like, or was it just that she lied about it working? Uh, I've well, like, like they, they had people sold, say that she's actually closer machine, to not breaking rules. To they put machines in Walgreens. Yeah, she, she was not running like a full on Enron. Like no, she had a tangible no, no, no. product. She had a yeah. It just didn't. It didn't do what they said it did. So in the Walgreens, if I put my finger on it to get a little yeah, blood, I don't. It, I, I don't quite remember exactly how it played out when I went to Walgreens and I got the results of this test that was bullshit. But they had sold them to Walgreens. Have you seen any pictures of her like going into court holding hands like her boyfriend? I wonder if that boyfriend is like the reverse of like, you know, a gold digger, but he, you know, as a guy, and he thinks that one day she's gonna be worth a lot of money. So he's getting in in the in the low time, like buying mm-hmm. low as a stock and then hoping, like, you know, if she just makes it through, she's so talented, she'll be worth so much money. And then I'm in the I'm in the, you know, the clear. Even a little jail time, the bount the big the Martha Stewart bounce back, you know? Yeah. Who the hell is gonna hold her hand right now? I'm Nobody. worth so much. Uh, Jordan says, I work for Athelis, and we just developed and got FDA clearance for a similar product to Theranos. Do you guys have a ticker symbol? If that's inside information, can I invest in the company? Because I need some investments that will actually go up right now. Athelis. Alcoa. There's a ticker? Uh, uh, I don't see a ticker here. If it's not public, can I invest? Will you take $7,800.24? That's the amount of money I can give you. <laughs> Will you take uh, Buck Mason? How many t-shirts can we give you? Private. Will you take my Ugg slippers? Um, all right. This I don't know, John. Should what we just did here, which we intended to be YouTube only, turn into a podcast later? My gut would say no, but okay. I just thought it was really meaty content, but... Um, his gut says no, so we'll see what happens. But I, I mean, I I could be I don't know. It's just my gut. Just part yeah. of it. I just but it, but the other thing is people go back 
And li- one thing about podcasts, I was looking the other day at our numbers on like Greg Papa. It was like 20% higher two weeks later. Mm-hmm. People go back and listen at different times. I yeah. think sometimes I think about podcasts different than the consumer does. They'll just listen to it when they're ready. Well, uh, until we decide, you can just share this link with everybody you know and hate. Yeah. The duo is out. That's me saying goodbye. Peace. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best-kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.